We've actually got a request this week. We don't. You're kidding. We do. We do. Hello, welcome to the most dangerous podcast. How are you, James? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm all right. I'm, no, I'm not all right, actually. No? I'm knackered. Right. <laughs> I I hate this time of year, to be honest. You know, we've finished Christmas, it's New Year, and then you have to go back to work. And it's like, it's dark in the morning, it's dark when you get home, and I, I just can't stop being tired. It's horrible. How about you? Did you have a nice Christmas and stuff? Sorry for being a downer. <laughs> Christmas was okay. Yeah, it was. It was all right. Um, we, I mean, we went to went to Disneyland Paris for four nights just before Christmas. Yeah, that's not bad, is it? Is that is is it all right, Disneyland Paris? I was I was under under the impression it was kind of like the sort of second rate Disneyland thing. The the park's good. The park's really good, but the the, the French staff are just fucking rude. Oh, right. It's okay. like... Not too keen on the French, are you? <laughs> I don't... I mean, I didn't mind. I mean, as we talked, I lived in France for a year and I noticed that the more French I spoke, the cheaper my beer got and the nicer people were and stuff like that. I think they just don't like foreigners, you know? Oh, um, right, okay. I think but, the French are mint. Do you know the thing about the French I love, right? Go on. Is as soon as there's like a minor inconvenience... They'll just have a strike. They'll, they'll <laughs> yeah. just absolutely kick off. Like we're in this country, you know how like things are completely going to shit. So mm. we've got like you know the, the nurses are striking at the moment. Um, you know nothing really works, does it? Like I didn't think of any posts for about three weeks. Yeah, you know we all just sit there and go, uh, it's fine, everything's going to be all right. Whereas I, I think like in France, they they threaten to put up like a speeding camera on mm-hmm. like a motorway somewhere and then it was just caused like a national strike they're like no <laughs> we're not having this i think the french people are brilliant in that respect i think we need more french in this this country yeah possibly no, I, i'm not saying that i i did when i integrated into society there they were all lovely people but um the striking was a bit of a pain in the arse because um, um, the, the buses were on strike probably three, four times a week. Yeah, damn right, because 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 they yeah. know what they want. It's the power. To but the no people. one told you. So you'd sit like a prick waiting for a bus for about an hour, and the French people would walk past you. None of them would think of stopping and saying, "Excuse me, mate, there's there's no buses today." Yeah, yeah. They just you'd see them walking back the other way an hour later, just... laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, they're still, still sitting there. there. No, there's a strike on. <laughs> Do you know what I think? It the reason it is right. I think. Is that you know, like in the, in France, they had like a, a revolution, didn't they? Yeah, back in the seventeen hundreds or something. Uh, let them eat cake. I think that was something to do with it. And they they um, killed their king with their what the, the guillotine, right? Guillotine, yeah, yeah. And I think from that point, the people in power in France have always been a bit wary of the people. And they've kind of gone. All right, we better not piss them too much. Piss them off too much, otherwise we'll all get guillotined, you know. <laughs> but that's never really happened here. I mean, we had like that revolution sort of years and years ago, where I think it was yeah. Charles the First got assassinated, not assassinated, but you know, executed. Mm-hmm. But I think the politicians here have never really had that threat. No, whereas no, in France, get away with murder. Yeah, totally, absolutely, and they and they do get away with murder. Whereas mm-hmm. in France, I think there's always that element of thinking, oh well. There could be another revolution. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago when the Queen was sitting on her own at her husband's funeral and Boris Johnson was having a party. No, it wasn't that long ago. His mates. Yeah. You know? Disgraceful. And they actually said, yeah, that happened, but nothing was done about it. <laughs> no, no. Too much power yeah. in this country. That's why I absolutely adore the French and the French mentality. Yeah. Anyway, we're going off track here, aren't we? We are, yes, yes. Um, so, so yes, we've got um, we've got a request from from TikTok, actually. Oh, for real, uh, right? So yeah, TikTok. So but... yeah. So if anybody hasn't heard this before, there is a TikTok account that you can look at. If you, Fraser, if you want to jump in and, and let the the one listener know of our TikTok <laughs> account, yeah, it's simply called the Most Dangerous Podcast. 
Um, and if you, you search it up, you'll see our logo. Nice picture of me and James in cartoon form. That's it. Um, it's not, no, so, that's, how, that's how I look. That's how I look normally. Yeah, 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 2D. So, yeah, it was a request from a, a TikTok fan, a dedicated listener, um, a chap that's his name in TikTok is Bear Plays and his handle is at bear underscore plays underscore YouTube. Bear um, Plays, so really, not him. Bear Plays? Yeah, Bear Plays. Do you know him? I do, yeah. He's, he's got over that incident in the car park, has he? You know, you know the one. Remember? Oh, yeah. With the fireworks yeah. and the midgets. Try to get, try to forget that. Yeah, he got, yeah. so he's all right now, is he? He's all right, yeah. I think they've let him back out. They've let him back out, that's good. Mm. Nice nice one, Blair, Bear. Well, thanks for your, your suggestion. I'm going to tell the truth about his suggestion. He, he, he suggested um, the world's most dangerous landmark. Fantastic. What do you think of that, James? Well, yeah, it's, it's an interesting concept, to be fair. Yeah. Um, landmark. I looked at that and I thought, that's really good. That'll be easy. Landmark. And we agreed to do it. And I said to Bear, I said, you know what? I said, we'll do your podcast, you know, and as a, as a thank you, we'll send you something. We'll, we'll do it as we promised. And uh, I made the promise. And then I started to look up what is a landmark. Yeah. Well, just on that point, the promise will be fulfilled. Oh, it will. Yeah. Um, but um, it, it might take a little bit of time. That's anything. We're yes, having yeah. A, yeah it, so it will it will come to him. It will come to you, Bear. Mm -hmm. Thanks very much for listening and your request. Um, we're in the process of developing some merch, which you can uh, which you will receive in due course. Yeah, yeah. Just um, we're rounding up the kids in Vietnam just now to <laughs> to work work on our merch. We'll probably cut that. Nah, I'll be all right. So yeah, and and I, I love this guy. I thought, what what a fantastic suggestion! And I looked up what is a landmark. What what is a landmark to you, James? Well, this is also a point that I was when you told me about this. This is also a thing that I a point that I was thinking about. So I think it falls into two different categories, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got a landmark that is maybe like a natural thing, or maybe not even just a natural thing, but something in on land or in the distance that you can go mm -hmm. right. Okay. You know, did you ever do orienteering when you're in like yes. in school or whatever? So yeah. you'd look on the map and there'd be like a cross on on the map. It'd be like, well, you, you know, that's a church. So you'd mm -hmm. use that church as landmark to go right. I could go to the church and then go, you know, whatever mm -hmm. five miles right or. So that's you could use that as a landmark to sort of distinguish where you are within on the land, right? Absolutely. But I think there's also another type of landmark which perhaps is a, a man-made sort of monument um, if you think perhaps uh, Statue of Liberty or uh, Mount Rushmore or even in this country like Stonehenge or something like that which is more yeah. man-made which you can go okay well that's a landmark maybe it represents something in history or maybe it represents you know a, a, a time and a place so I think there's this it's quite a wide definition landmark I think which is why I'm mm -hmm. quite interested to see where you have gone with this episode yeah well you'll be disappointed i'm sure um <laughs> well i yeah so I, I looked at what is a landmark and like you've just just you know explained nicely there um a landmark is basically something that marks a piece of land so the the official definition of a, a landmark can be anything so a landmark <laughs> right, okay. could be a, a landmark could be a post box so you could say, come into the village, turn left at the post box. That's a landmark because right. it's marking a piece of land where you turn left. Uh, a landmark could be a mountain, a tree, uh, the Statue of Liberty. Um, so, so yeah, to try and find the most dangerous landmark was quite a task. I can imagine, yeah. 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 I mean, um, yeah. well, we're going to find out, I suppose, but I mean, a dangerous landmark. A dangerous landmark, yeah. So, so what I did as 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 we do as our extensive research is I googled what is the most dangerous landmark in the world. That's the that's the um, go to place, isn't it? That's uh, yeah. When we come up with yeah. these episodes, we think, where should we start? Yeah. And, that, and then we, so, that's it. <laughs> we ask Google, we read you what it says, and then we say thanks and good night. Yeah, and and with AI, did you see this mm. thing in the news today? Um, so Windows are releasing a new keyboard. Right. And do you know, like, and this is the first time they've done this in, I think 
it's about 20 years or so. Mm. So the last time they released it, it had like the Windows key where you press it and it brings up the start button. And, oh, yeah. yeah. So this new Windows keyboard, which is coming out, if I remember, October, August this year, mm-hmm. uh, it com- it's been released with all new computers and it's got a, a button on it, which is an AI button. Right. So you press it and it's integrated into the Windows Edge. Is that their search engine? Well, that's the browser, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Bing, yeah. Bing, I think, is the search engine. Is it the Microsoft? That's right. Bing. It's yeah. the, it's Bing the, is Microsoft, yeah. Yeah, Bing, it's the new thing. <laughs> so on this keyboard, it's got an AI button and you can press that and that's like the new thing and you can you know, and, and ask, ask AI your question. Okay. So, yeah. Come, come AI on. is frightening. Like, what's everyone going to do for a job? Well, I mean, I think we should embrace it. Who? Every, yeah. Nobody wants a job, do they? Does anybody really want a job? So why don't we just get AI, technology and AI to do all that? They can mm-hmm. produce stuff, and then we can live off their labours. Yeah. True, yeah. But like one guy like Bill Gates is probably going to hoover up all the money from AI. Yeah, so then, then you have like a national living wage, don't you? So... Everybody yeah. gets a set amount per month. Mm-hmm. This is going pretty deep, isn't it? So <laughs> you have like a set amount. So say everybody gets like two thousand pounds a month, flat, yeah. flat. That's that, everybody gets that. Then if you mm-hmm. want to top that up by getting another job or whatever, you can, or you can just sit on it and just live off it. And that's where I think that's where society should go. Hundred percent, I'd sit off it and live off it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, you know. Um, anyway, where were we? <laughs> back to the landmarks. Back to the landmarks. So yeah, so I googled what's the most dangerous landmark in the world, and a few of them came up. Uh, the 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 landmark that actually uh, has the most deaths is Niagara Falls. Oh, I thought it might be something like that, like the Grand Canyon yeah. or Niagara Falls. Well, Grand or Canyon was number two. They were yeah. very close. Um, and most of them are suicides. Right. So, and some of them are just dickheads. That, yeah, like know. base jumpers and stuff. Yeah. Or people going over in a barrel. Yeah, or extreme ironing. Have you seen extreme ironing? I've heard of it. Yeah, where they climb up like a tiny little like slither of rock. Yeah, and iron. Uh, somewhere in like Monument Valley and iron yeah. without falling off. Yeah. Like my partner won't even iron in the living room. Um, but yeah so it's Niagara Falls Niagara Falls is is, is the most dangerous landmark according to statistics because that's where most people die okay so we're we're, we're going back to this 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 whole sort of thing of well more deaths more danger yeah it's a difficult one though isn't it because it is with suicide right Mm mm-hmm that's not making it death because that's a personal choice, right? That's an individual is, choice. Yeah. So it's difficult to say that it's dangerous because <laughs> that person has made that choice. So yeah, I don't know. I'll let you expand. Well, yeah, I, th- I, I agree with what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. Um, you know, suicide is a choice. That doesn't, you know, it's only dangerous, really, if death happens when you don't want it to. That's what I was thinking. So, yeah, I mean, you might come to this. Are there any Mm -hmm. landmarks where, you know, you you go and there is a risk that you might die? Yeah, so I found a couple. There's a road in Bolivia uh, that goes along the side of a mountain and uh, quite frequently buses fall off it because it's such a narrow, gravelly road. So that is known. Hmm? That is known as a, a dangerous landmark because it's a well-known road. Um, but I, could, I really struggle to find something that, you know, like, you know, Christ the Redeemer. No one's really died there. I'm, yeah. I struggle to find a landmark that causes a lot of accidental deaths. Right. See, that road in Bolivia, I, I'm mm-hmm. sure like there was an episode of Top Gear when they, when they did that. Yeah, they've uh, done some know, stupid things, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. But then, like, a road... Mm-hmm. But like you were saying before, yeah, anything could be a landmark. Yeah, I struggle to agree that a road is a landmark. <laughs> Surely it's, it's, but a, it's become it's become a landmark. Sorry, James, it's become a landmark because it's famous because it's a famous road because people die on it. Okay, 
I'll meet you by the road where everyone dies. Yeah. So I guess so. It's got a name, but page one of my notes I've mislaid, so uh, I'll look yeah. it up and put it on the Facebook page or something. Dangerous um, Mountain Road. Okay, a road that's a landmark. There's the electric bray in Ayrshire, which is ah. a road that, yeah, you you roll up it instead of down. Yeah, Spaghetti Junction. Spaghetti Junction. That's one that I just thought of there. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah so I suppose that could... Re- but uh, yeah, that's a collection of roads. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay, but I get your point. So, so yeah, so I, what I settled on, I settled on a landmark to me that that had had a curse to it. We like curses, don't we? Yes. Bit of the paranormal. And I thought, right, so a landmark like, I don't know, the pyramids in Egypt, you could climb up and fall down them. But that's you being a dickhead. Um, the Grand Canyon, you could fall off it going too close to the edge, or you could jump off if you've had a bad week. Um, but so I hunted for something that, that had a kind of, like you said, something that's actually dangerous. Yeah. Something you go there and through no fault of your own, you get hurt or harmed by this landmark. I think that's the that's um, the point. I think we're, 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 yeah. I think we're, we're trying to kind of look at mm-hmm. no fault problems if yeah. that makes sense you know like you so, said like you mentioned before suicide okay we get it you know mm-hmm. i mean that that is sort of a glorious kind of way to go i'll throw myself off yeah. niagara falls i throw myself off a um grand canyon i mean yeah. of course we've mentioned before it's a terrible thing if there are people with issues there are charities and things like that so we don't want to go too much into that but mm-hmm. what we're looking for here i think is where you go to somewhere and there, but there is, and there's a chance that you will die because of yeah. there was a, a big risk. Um, so I found I found a landmark that has affected the lives of over three people. Here, how many? Over three people. Oh, three. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I'm not going there yet. I'm not going there okay, yet. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll hold our breath for that one. Shall we? So James, I've got two questions for you here. Okay. Is there a landmark in the world that you would absolutely love to see? And out of landmarks that you've seen in the world, what is the favourite or the most special one that you have seen? Right. Okay. Um, the second part of that question is quite easy mm-hmm. for me because I've been lucky enough to see the pyramids. Ah, uh, the, the proper ones in... In Cairo, yeah. Uh, yeah. Giza. Uh, they're absolutely fantastic and i don't think pictures do them justice you know, i believe they're a lot bigger that's it like yeah yeah can never imagine absolutely i was just about to say so i'm roughly six one i think maybe mm-hmm. six foot and each stone is perhaps six five so it's about five inches wow. bigger than me that's each each stone mm-hmm. and you know and if you look at them on the telly i just don't think it does it justice as to the actual sheer scale of, of these monuments. I've heard that the, the the big the big one it's into like millions the number of stones that are in it. Uh, I'm not see- yeah I, am, I can imagine like yeah. 1.4 million stones or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, I can I can I can imagine that because the sheer mm-hmm. scale of it is it's absolutely astronomical, mm-hmm. and and basically it's a ruin as well. So you go and yeah. see it, and it is just falling apart. So, in your in your mind, when you're looking at it, uh, you know you never once seen pictures of how potentially they could have looked back in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 2000 BC or whenever they were built. I can't remember. Um, apparently, they were sort of washed white with gold tips and things like this. So, they, yeah. so, so you know, and they, they aligned with the stars and stuff, and it's just such an incredible experience to mm-hmm. I, I sat on one of the stones and had like a ciggy it's just like <laughs> so disrespectful but so overwhelming you know because yeah. i had to because it was just like oh god i can't believe how, how amazing this is so th- so that's the answer to, to the second part of your question I, yeah i think that's one of the, and the sphinx as well is also there oh, um, which is also huge and you know and, and you see it on telly and you think oh it's just a pyramid but you know mm-hmm. they're, they're absolutely massive um one that i'd like to see um, I one of my sort of personal ambitions, uh, if anybody wants to sort of raise money for me to do this, <laughs> is I, I've always wanted to do the Trans Siberian Express. Oh right, yeah. I, I don't know if you've, you've heard of this before. 
Yeah, I've seen it on an idiot abroad. I'm sure they do it. Yeah, so it's like Beijing to Moscow on the train. Yes, and, you know, and you stop off and do a day here and there. It's like mm-hmm. some, you know, I don't know the exact route. I probably should look into it more, considering I want to do it so much. Um, but off the back of that, I'd, I'd like to see the the Great Wall of China. Oh right, yeah, I think that's another sort of monumental structure that was mm-hmm. built at a time where you know, we didn't have all the technology that was available to us today. Yeah, yeah. So you just have to kind of sort of... <laughs> all these monuments from sort of BC and back in the day and stuff, it's all—it's slightly tragic because they're all built by slaves, aren't they? And they're just yeah, yeah. They're being whipped, basically. Just like, You've got to build this for your king. But I don't think that takes away the, the fascination and the... Mm-hmm. the, the big enough humans here you know like what an absolutely brilliant feat to build something yeah. like that i mean i did hear that you could hear you could see the great wall of china from space i don't think that's true um but it, it's a huge structure and i would love yeah. to visit that that one day so there's there's my two okay how about, how about you throw that straight back to back at you um the, well there was the the one that i've seen um i actually wanted to see since i was in year four in school when we um studied the the aztecs and the mayans was uh chichen itza oh, really? oh you've been, uh, been there have you yeah wow. so on our honeymoon we went to uh, cancun right and we took a, a day trip to chichen itza which um which was awful apart from seeing chichen itza is it, because is it in the middle of the jungle so you have to do like a jungle track to get there. No, no, it's all commercialized oh, now. There's like a motorway there and stuff. <laughs> it was when when they discovered it. It was just it was actually much more of a ruin than it is now. They've kind of put it back together. They found it's, it's... all the the rocks on the floor and built it back up, and to some extent, it was just like a mound covered in bushes and stuff. Right. And is that the one they stri- used to throw the head? They used to decapitate yes. people and throw them down yeah. the steps. Yeah. That's it, and they they stripped all the bushes away, and they found loose stones, and they sort of you know titivated it up a bit, and they've cleared all the land around it. Um, titivated. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we went on this day trip, and we went in a, a hot coach for like two hours, and they gave us a warm, fresh orange juice, a banana, and a cheese sandwich with no butter. Yeah. That was our, our lunch for the day. One of those excursions, you know. Yeah, get yourself um, up there. But you're not allowed to climb it, though, are you? I think not anymore. You used to. Yeah. You're not, yeah. not allowed to touch it now. You've got to be. And there's like a barrier about two meters away from it. Yeah, I've seen like YouTube um, um, videos of people yeah. who are not allowed to climb it just go up there, and then like security are chasing them up. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't take that risk. Um, it's not worth but, it, is it. But no, like you said, with the pyramids, Chichen Itza is actually a lot smaller than you'd think in real life. Right. Um, they, it's not anywhere near in the scale of the, the pyramids in Giza, um, but it's there's something really breathtaking about just standing there, thinking this is where they were cutting heads off, and they were rolling down. This is real. Yeah, this I think isn't, that, that's the other aspect of it. That's the other aspect of it, isn't it? Yeah. Like you know, you can almost transform yourself back to that time mm-hmm. to a degree, and think you know, there were people here like. 3,000, 4,000 years ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, and imagine, like, with the pyramids as well, it's, you know, a bustling community of people, and, and mm-hmm. it's just such a bizarre, mystical, if you like, feeling to, to yeah. sort of, like, to be there. It, it, yeah, it's it's like, you, what what I quite liked about it is I've, I've seen quite a few sort of decent landmarks, and it's just full of stalls selling shit. You know, buy this, almost free, so cheap, it's almost free and all this, and just con artists selling yeah. crap. I mean, Cairo's very but, much like that as well, yeah. Yeah. But what, what they did, and I don't know if it's like this at the pyramids, um, what they did at Chichen Itza is there's all that shit, and then there's a bit that they almost sort of, the, the traders aren't alone past. So once you actually get to it, it is just silent. They've sort of protected the the, the pyramid itself and the surroundings. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is like this real nice sort of silent kind of just people taking it all in. Yeah, um, no, that, that's that's very true. I mean, it, it, you know, you, in Cairo, you, you've got the people selling the magic yeah. lamps and the plastic camels and all the shit and the tat and mm. the, nobody wants. But you know, you know, but yeah, you there are. I mean, I imagine 
you know, in Mexico, it, it's, it's a very busy place because so many people yeah. want to see it. You never get that moment where you're on your own. But nevertheless, if you are mindful enough, you can remove yourself from it because there yeah, are opportunities yeah. just to go, wow, this is absolutely incredible. Um, but no, I, I saw that and that, that, that was really, that was a special moment, to be honest. Um, and I'm just looking in my cabinet at the the, the shit that I bought off the cradle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little a little stone chichen it. See, uh, you're and, the problem. Uh, <laughs> you're the problem. <laughs> and uh, a cougar that you blow through the back of it and it makes the sound of a like a cougar or a leopard or uh, something. What? Some kind of cat. You blow through the back of it? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a whistle, you know, like a bird call thing. It was quack quack. And you blow so through this thing no, it's just it's just a head. It's just a tube coming out the back of its head. Oh right, so it's not oh, blow through it, and it makes don't... like a like a, a wild cat noise. I see, see it blow blow up its ass yeah. there. So just the shit that I still bought, yeah. even and though then... I'm these dickheads ruining my day, but I still bought stuff. You ruin it for everybody because that's why the traders are still there. Because so, people like you buy shit. No, and do you know the little stone Chichen Itza? I think it was twenty five dollars for the cougar thing or the leopard or whatever it is. US dollars? Or US Mexican? dollars. I took US dollars. They like them better than their own money. And they charge you um, $25 for it. Wow. $25. And I only had 30 So you instead of getting Instead of getting $5 change, I got the stone jitch in it. So. <laughs> they definitely saw you come in. Yeah. He's like, yeah. ah, it's like, this, this worth $8. Instead yeah. of giving me 5 I'll give you this worth $8. Oh, <laughs> magic fine. wish. Give you okay. magic wish. Yeah. Yeah. Magic wish. Um, so that's that's the one that I've seen. The one that I would love to see is uh, Angkor Wat in Cambodia, the the big temple. Oh, I don't know what that is. Um, Angkor Wat. Angkor Wat. It's Angkor Wat. It's. Oh, yeah. um, we'll have to look this up. Massive like temple in Cambodia. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. it's all it's all like overgrown and stuff. I don't think it's the largest religious structure in the world, according to the Guinness yeah. World Records. A Hindu oh, temple. Absolutely love to see that in the flesh. Oh, that's interesting. I, you know, shows how how much I know. I've never even heard of that. And an, another one that that's that's near is Machu Picchu. Right. Okay. Yeah. Any particular reason that you want you want to see those, or you know, is it just something you've read about, or um, you've I just seen in a film or something? No, I, I actually just. There's, there's just something about that anchor what I think there's a real mysteriousness to it and I think it is like you said it's that kind of you know people were here thousands of years ago that kind of the feeling you get when you go there yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's it really like things like the Taj Mahal don't really interest me as much I think like we grown up where we grew up mm-hmm. and I think uh, Britain and England in general Britain uh, the UK in general I think mm-hmm. we're, we're a little bit spoiled in that respect because we do have a lot of history on our doorstep Yeah. so you know Chester there's an amphitheater that's you know 2000 years old which we used to walk past going to school you know yeah. and stuff like that and you know I um, spent a little bit of my life in Pembroke which has got Pembroke Castle which is 600 odd years old and I've been there many times Yeah. you know so I think like it's a bit of a funny one, isn't it? Like you know, uh, maybe that brings us closer. That's maybe that's why ha- mm-hmm. why we feel like we feel because it brings us closer to the past. Whereas I think maybe if you grew up in an area that perhaps didn't have that and everything was a bit more modern, you, you perhaps wouldn't have yeah. that connection. I don't know. That's just my thought. Yeah, but you see, there's a lot of people that smoke their first weed on a park bench. We smoked our first joint on the Roman walls in Chester. Well, that's it. Smoke their first <laughs> weed. You're so you're so hip, man. Well, that's true, yeah, yeah, we did, man. My my first bong was under the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> under the a, a four four thousand year old bridge or something random, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to know what you know, what sort of landmarks you know you you'd like to see and what you have seen. So, so should we have a look at at my choice for this week? Uh, yeah, go for it. That's what we're all waiting for. Okay, so my dangerous landmark that I've selected um, is called the Humberstone. The Humberstone. Let me have a think. Yeah. Have you ever heard of it? I might have. Humberstone. 
So the Blarney Stone is Southern Ireland, isn't it? The Republic of yeah, Ireland. Yeah, that's the one that you, you kiss. You, you give it a kiss upside mm. down on the top of a tower. It's, yeah, the Humberstone. No, I give up. Humberstone. The Humberstone is Leicester's oldest landmark. Leicester. All um, right. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a big rock that was left by a glacier 450,000 years ago during the Anglian Ice Age. Right, okay. Um, and basically, it's a massive stone buried in a field with just the top bit sticking out in the middle of a field. Right. So how do they know it's massive? I think at some stage they did uncover a load of it because they tried to get rid of it because it was in the way of the field. They dug down and down and down. In the way of the field? Yeah. They were like... (laughs) (laughs) I'll get to that. They they were like, this stone's massive, just fucking leave it. Um, So they actually built it back up again. Um, But down the years, it's actually had various names such as the Hellstone, the Holy Stone, Holston and Holston. Holston. Um, Holston Pills. Yeah. Um, and they believe there's a curse of the Humberstone which dates back centuries and crops up in a series of tales. Ah, right. um, I'm sure I'm sure I've heard of this. Humberstone. Yeah, um, yeah. It's said that between 1756 and 1766, the upper parts of the stone, um, they were broken off so that a plough could pass over it without damaging the plough because it's in the right. middle of the field. Okay. Um, it's just but, a, it's just a big rock. Uh, okay, never mind. Go on. Well, <laughs> the owner of the land who did the deed of chipping away a bit off the stone, yeah, never prospered afterwards. Apparently, he was reduced from being the owner of 120 acres to absolute poverty, and died in 1810 in the parish workhouse. Okay, right. Because do, do you have any? Problems. Yeah, you say that, <laughs> but. Can you just provide a little bit of context here? You might not have oh. it. So he had quite a lot of land. Yes, and 120 ch- acres. Chipped away at this stone. Mm-hmm. And then how long after chipping away at the stone did he then go into poverty? I don't know. I mean, are we talking oh. the day after or 30 <laughs> years later? Or Yeah, he woke up in the morning everything was gone. It just, just um, there's a tornado and he's just left in his underpants. What what I read about it apparently is once he'd started messing with the stone, his luck changed from someone that was very successful in business. Things started to go wrong, and he started to, you know. So again, for, for context, so right? Yes. Who said this? <laughs> <laughs> It was it was a local it was a Leicester newspaper. That oh, I got okay. Oh, so it's quite recent then. So it's like after the printing press. So what what year was this? Did, it, did you say? Uh, 1810. 1810. He died. Right. So yeah. he died in 1810. Yeah, late 1700s. So he had a field. There was a big mm-hmm. stone in it. He had lots of yeah. fields. But Very one, successful man. Yeah. And one of them had a big stone in it. Chipped a bit of the stone away, and then he was potless. And then he had nothing. But yeah, we don't know the man. time. A lot changed. Well, he between... chipped away at it between 1756 and 1766. So he spent 10 years trying to knock a bit off the stone. And then he died in 1810. So it must have been within 30 years. So, it's, well, I mean, okay. Mm. But I mean, anyone, anyone can lose their fortune in 30 years. Yeah. But tell us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit kind of, you know. But yeah, uh, you know, let's let's go. Have we got any more on this? Let's, uh, yeah, okay. I so I don't, I don't want to sort of, sort of poo-poo it straight away. No, well here we go. This this one's better. So a farmer in 1925 who now owns the land, right? Or he did in 1925. Yeah. He decided to build a haystack on the stone, and the haystack burst into flames. So he called the fire brigade, but as soon as they'd extinguished the fire and left, it burst into flames again. And basically, he tried to put it out again, couldn't do it, it just kept bursting into flames, so he had to just let it burn. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a couple, couple of questions here, you know. Go on. <laughs> How many feet? So this farmer, right? Yeah. Can, can, have, we, have we got a picture of this stone somewhere that we can have a look at? What's it called again? The Humberstone. Humberstone. Yeah, it looks like a big stone. In the middle of a field? In the middle of a field, yeah. Right, hang on a second. Let me just see if I can have a 
Humberstone and Recycling. No, it's not that. Ohio, USA. Leicester, you say? Leicester, yeah. H-U-M-B-E-R. Humberstone. Oh, Humberstone. Right, okay. Let me just have a quick check of this. I just want to have a look. Oh, right, okay. Oh, it's quite big, actually. Yeah. And it is in the in the middle of a big field. Mm-hmm. I'm just. Why did he put hay on it? Probably to cover it because it was in the way. And then it burst into flames. Yeah, maybe he kept like fucking up the blades of his harvester on it. I mean, it's big enough to it. go round. Yeah. You know, there are options. But then he the says that, that the the hay continued to burn for three days. It must have been a lot of villagers it's not that said big. it was due to the curse of the Humberstone. Okay. It's quite interesting that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, have a look at it, if, listeners. Humberstone. Yeah. It's just a big stone in the middle of a field. It is, it, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very interesting. But, um, <laughs> okay, so, and, it, and he, he put hay on it and it burst into flames and burnt for three yeah, years. Yeah, couldn't put it out. And this was in 1926, did you say? 25, 1925, yeah. So this what? is getting more to, like, you know, more recent real life. Like, There's a know. lot of questions there, though. There is. There is. I mean, the ultimate one is why. But, yeah. yeah. So more recently, okay, we've got a 1980 case here. Oh, so we were nearly alive then. Really? So more recently in 1980, a 10-year-old living close to the Humberstone had constant visits from a devilish entity. <laughs> It was apparently a creature with a goat's head and long curving horns, a man's body and cloven hoofs. Ooh. After drawing it at school, the boy's teacher asked what it was. I don't know, miss, he said. It's the thing I sometimes see at the end of my bed. Right. What think that? What's that got to do with that stone? Well, he lived near it. <laughs> 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 right, okay, ready. He, 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 must have lived, he probably lived near a McDonald's. Can't yeah, that. Ronald McDonald standing at the end of his bed. It's a hamburger. Yeah. Um, but the family left Leicester soon after, but the same house was then occupied by the boy's grandparents. Right. A month later, the Leicester Mercury proclaimed, Humberstone ghost tried to choke me. The grandmother of the unnamed boy said, I was roughly awakened, feeling that my life was being choked out of my body. The house in question was close to the Humberstone. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I, I'm, can I just apologise to Bear Plays here for this? Uh... <laughs> I'm what sorry, is pal. <laughs> is this the angle you're going for? Right. It is, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking rock in the middle of a field. It's got nothing to do with goat-toothed <laughs> fucking entities. What? Okay, so the 19th century writer, John Dudley, conjectured that all these strange tales stem back to the stone's ancient use as a sacrificial altar. Right. The stone was previously known as the Hellstone. Now we're getting somewhere. So they, right. they actually believe that the stone was used as a you know, a, a place of sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes like pagans were quite into that, weren't they? And if it's been that, I mean, looking at it, it mm-hmm. doesn't look that natural. To be fair, it it no. doesn't look like it's. Well, well, you said it was natural, actually. Yeah, it was you? deposited by um, deposited by a glacier during the Anglian Ice Age. But there is, they say that looking at the top of it, it does look like people have been carving it and chipping yeah, away it's at been it worn and out like and stuff. Like, you know, it's yeah. got carvings in it and like grooves in it and stuff like that. It, is it, it, yeah. it does look a bit weird. I mean, People have messed with it. Yeah, yeah. And don't forget the farmer was trying to chip bits off of it so his plough could pass over it as well. Uh, yeah. And he was messing with it and lost all his land. Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. And the, the Humberstone village acquired its name from the stone for the places used for ancient bardic worship were known as Humbrids or Humbrids. Humberstone um, was plainly the ton or town of the Humbrid, the place of bardic worship. 
That was just noise to me, that. What? what? <laughs> Basically, this, the stone has been used for religious rituals and sacrifices and stuff. Like that. uh, and that's why people, you know, people think that it's got... Uh, like a, yeah, like a, a, a an aura. Yeah. So, um, and the village, the, the Humberstone village is situated half a mile from the stone, uh, which is as near as habitation seems to have been allowed to approach these sacred places where sacrifice was commonplace. Right. So what do you think, big spooky stone in Leicester? I, I'm a bit lost for words, actually. Like, <laughs> it, that, there's got to be something. If you've got more, there's got to be something else. Like, it's just, it, is this it? That's it, yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Perhaps you should have done like Grand Canyon or something. Probably should have, yeah. Um, I, I thought it was interesting. That the, like I said, I, I looked at Landmark and I thought, wow, there's, fucking, there's hundreds of landmarks. And it's a little bit like when I did jobs and I thought, yeah, there's loads of dangerous jobs. And then I looked up the most dangerous job and it was like lumberjacks. I thought, hmm. And by this point, it was like six o'clock and I was doing our podcast at eight o'clock and I thought, ah, I'm going to have to run with this. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's it's a, interesting because I've never heard of this before. So yeah. thanks for bringing it to my attention. Will I visit it? Is it on my list of monuments to to uh, to pay a visit to? No. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're ever doing the Walker's Crisp factory tour or something, the way back, you could stop by the Humberstone. Stop by the Humberstone, yeah. Just don't chip a bit off it because you'll lose all your land. Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I looked and like I said, you start start searching the most dangerous landmark. um, And and this won't come up. It it does. (laughs) It actually does. Well, I, I searched cursed landmark because, yeah, yeah. like I said, I mean, dangerous landmark. It was, it was, it was a really difficult one. Of course. Yeah, no, it's um, good effort. I mean, you know, I wasn't a really a good effort. I wouldn't go that far. No, no, it wasn't. Um, Bad effort. But, Poor effort. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fuck his Humberstone. <laughs> it, it interested me. I thought the curse of the Humberstone. What, what a good idea it interested you um, until you started reading about it but then ran out of time and thought shit i've got to do it anyway absolutely yeah <laughs> you're bang on there um but i, I would like to uh, there are there, there's youtube videos people have done about the course there's youtube the home, videos but, about this yeah and uh, like isn't you know it? that the most haunted that you talked about where they go with the night vision cameras oh, they don't go there do they that's a the humberstone and but i didn't watch them um, no shit. I probably should have. Um, so let's talk about the Grand Canyon, eh? Um, <laughs> it's too late for that, pal. Um, but no, it's. It, I mean, we've talked about we're going to change the format um, in a, in a couple of episodes, and have... yeah, yeah. We've got one more of these, which is quite topical, um, I think, if, mm-hmm. I'm, if we've got enough time. And then we're going to do a big, a, a series, isn't it? Yeah. That's what we've decided. We're going to do a series um, unless, based on... Unless anybody in the next week or so comes up with a suggestion. Yes. And then we could, we could squeeze that in before we do our series. Definitely. So, you know, the usual thing, like and subscribe mm-hmm. and send your emails. And yeah. we're, you know, we're swamped with emails at the moment. So send them in. If you come up with a suggestion before we come up with our series, then we'll throw that in for you and you'll get a nice prize as well. Definitely, yes. Um, yeah, like James saying, like, subscribe. But do you know what the best thing you can actually do is just to go send and us speak money. To some of you. Yeah, send us money. <laughs> That'd be good. But just go and speak to some of your friends instead of just sharing on Facebook. Say, do you know what? I've been listening to this podcast. It's, it's quite shit. Good. You should listen to it. <laughs> Give it a listen. You know, if you don't like it, your friend might. You never know. Um, but yeah, put put the word out there. We want we want more listeners. We want loads of listeners millions of listeners one day um yeah well you know keep on talking about stones we'll get there yeah yeah um all the humberstone fans out there i'm gonna share this on the the humberstone facebook page they haven't got a facebook page have they there's a facebook page for everything oh you haven't even checked definitely there's a facebook doing been up for two weeks 
<laughs> there's a Facebook page that posts a picture of the same pile of gravel every day. The same what? Sorry, you cut out there. There's a Facebook page where they post the same picture of a pile of gravel every day. And it's got a hundred and two thousand followers. That's what that's where the world is right now. Yeah. But do you know what annoyed me? It's the same picture. So yeah, oh right, so it's not even a different photograph. I would respect them more if every day they went out and took a new picture of the gravel so that over time you could see weeds growing and disappearing and the seasons changing. It's actually just the same picture. I'd respect them more if they just simply stopped. Yeah. Yeah, just go and get a job or something. Um, but but yeah, so I'm sure there's a Humberstone Facebook page. But there is. we'll post uh, it on, on this on there, you know, for their ultimate yeah. respect. Don't look at it. But yeah, I just I, I liked it. I, I liked. I know it's not the most dangerous, but I liked. It's, it's the, the idea. Most, it's, it, it's not the most dangerous. It's potentially the no. most dangerously boring. <laughs> do you know what i liked about it though people people go you know chichen itza and the heads rolling down and stuff like that and you know petra in jordan you know the the, the big thing carved in the mountain oh Indiana yeah Jones, Indiana Jones went to, yeah yeah and do you know that they reckon that the the ark of the coven that's in a little church in ethiopia yeah i've heard about that yeah and See, no all these things in. that you're saying right now yeah I don't know how to say this, but it would have made things like ten times better. <laughs> <laughs> but but all of those, I thought, yeah, well, I'll pick a random stone in the middle yeah. of a field in Leicester. But that's what I liked about this: is a stone that's been deposited by the Ice Age. That that the know, Ice Age this, isn't, isn't this... a person; it's just a thing. It's just a natural thing that's happened. Well, I know, but why Why was it knocking about with a big massive stone? Why didn't you talk about the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, that would have been a good idea. You know, or I don't know. The, the, that thing in Jerusalem where Jesus was born and all that. Why Bethlehem. Because there was like, no, they've got a thing in Bethlehem, haven't they? Where Bethlehem. Oh, you go Bethlehem. like downstairs. <laughs> downstairs where he was born. Yeah, apparently so, yeah, where it used to be a stable and that. Yeah. But, but you picked a stone. In, in a field in Leicester. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Everyone knows about Bethlehem and stuff like that and you know, yeah, the Ark of the Covenant and stuff. But there's there's like there's seven people now that know about the Humberstone. Maybe I know eight. and unfortunately I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was gonna say is I think, is, I think you've said enough. Yeah. <laughs> when I looked at Landmark, I actually thought this this series that we're going to do, that that Landmark really should have been done in a five or six part, where we could have picked a couple of each and, you know, talked about it. Yeah, um, I mean, that, that's a maybe, but yeah. I'm also thinking it probably shouldn't have been done at all. <laughs> Possibly, possibly. I'm, but Bear I'm, plays. I'm, he's I'm, a good lad, and I I'm told joking, him I'd do I'm it. joking. Yeah, thanks, um, Bear, for your uh, your great suggestion there. Yeah, thanks, Fraser, for uh, putting little to no effort into it. <laughs> I think. Do you think Bear? Do you think Bear's sitting just now, going, "I wish I'd suggested something different." <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I am. <laughs> it, it, it was interesting. I mean that that devilish entity that visited that ten-year-old boy. No fucking context to it though. He went down the road from the Humberstone. No, no fucking context. It's just, like, <laughs> it's just a stone and an entity. There's no yeah. correlation between the two. We need to have words, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have anything else to add to this week's podcast, James? Oh, fuck. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's been a laugh anyway. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Kind of. Have we done? I hope so. <laughs> um, Thank you, everybody, yeah. for listening. So, yeah. So, like I said, my summary is it's a big spooky stone in Leicester. It's not even, spooky. It's not even spooky. It's just, a fuck, it's just a stone in a field. If you happen to be out in your car, knocking about Leicester, you drive past the Humberstone, just drive on. 
Yeah. All oh, right. Go and see the crisp factory. But, but listen to the drive on whilst listening to this. Yeah, listen to the podcast. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Um. <laughs> so on that note, that's been the most dangerous podcast. The, the uh, least dangerous podcast. Least dangerous, but it's got to be more dangerous than something. It's, it, it's what a stone in a field. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We'll uh. We'll be back next week, I think. Maybe. We'll have a chat about it. (laughs) James will be back. I don't know if I will. He might replace me. That's been the most dangerous podcast. Like, share, tell your friends. Thanks for listening. I wouldn't. (laughs) See you, you, James. Bye-bye.